Well, we we you didn't talk about the car wash scene, which I thought was pretty. <laughs> okay, okay. Before you start, before you start the car wash, can you describe the dude who? Uh, um, what is was that? Stand up's name. That it has. Yes, oh, that's like who Cat I thought Williams? of. Because the hair was yeah. pressed and in curls. Mm-hmm. And I loved what I thought just was a jacket mm-hmm. until I realized it was an entire suit situation. It was like this black, white, yeah. geometric shape, big collar situation. <laughs> I was in mm-hmm. love with it. Yeah, he looked, he was like straight pimpish. I don't know. Yes, out of his like car. A shark. I think the. Yeah, yeah, I think the guy car. described him as like a roving, um, paid it as like a roving loan, independent. Yeah, and he yeah. had that like smooth talking voice, and this is the second time in the show where a guy who's like a pimp gets like threatened in an extremely scary way. So good. Um, okay, so. So she goes up to him very slyly, again, using her sex appeal to get him comfortable. They're like arm in arm going to the trunk and he like opens it and there's all this random Goodwill stuff in the trunk. And he like hands her this fur (laughs) and she's like, I don't want any of that. And he's like, what do you want? And then she asks about, which is ironic because she said her full name when they met each other and he didn't make the connection about her being a Shane. And she was like, I want to know about the death of, you know, Andy Shane or something like that. And then he gets scared and like tries to get in the car. And then she's like, no. And he's like, you can't catch a shadow. And then like, just takes off running. What's the game, man? You better tell me something. Hey, look, now I done told you, stay away from me, bitch. I told you, I don't know nothing. I ain't got nothing to tell you. I don't know nothing. You better talk, big man, before I put my number one foot down your number one mouth. Shit! You can't kick no shadow, bitch. Catch me! Like, in a straight line, like, takes off running. Yeah. Which is the dumbest thing ever. Straight line, and then what Shiba so does was like, oh, okay, I'm so just gonna good. hide in his back seat. Now, mind you, Brittany, a straight line, back. which means in theory, you should see somebody get into your car. Yeah, yeah there's a lot you should see with a straight line. I think it's him. What? Yeah. You don't. Anyway. What? He deserved it. I'm sorry. I don't feel sorry. I mean, I, we don't know he was a pimp. He had was pimp like quality. Is the question. <laughs> yeah. Which, he yeah. still knew better than running in a straight line. That's all but, I'm saying. Honestly, was, his acting, I liked it a lot. It was very cartoonish. Like yeah. he had to be like a comic or something. Uh, so tell 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 them. About <laughs> oh my like gosh, a she's not a sh- psychopath. First of all, so she, you know, she's ducking down in the back seat, and these are huge cars, so of course you don't know somebody's back there. So she takes a, um, I forget what he called it, uh, but he, a what? Wait, wait, wait. You're, you're no, uh, no I'm getting there. I'm just getting in a real specific detail because she pops up from the okay, back okay, and then okay, puts okay. a gun on his cheek okay. like this steel cold metal and he's terrified. In my mind, he probably pissed his pants. Like he looked very scared. 
And um, but she does it when they get into the car wash, which I thought was very smart. Very, very smart. And then she makes him roll down the window and he's worried about his interior. While a gun is pressed to his face. <laughs> Priorities. Um, but yeah, he was freaking out. and um, Yeah, so he freaks oh, out. No, she gets the information she wants happened. eventually. And then the scene ends with him like being pushed into one of those car wash, like big buffer <laughs> things. Brushes. So I assume that his yeah. head gets chopped off, but that's probably not true. It just... No, That's because right. he goes to the payphone and he tells, he calls a pilot and he was like, hey, I can't do his voice. It was, like very, how it was, but it was very cartoonish. It's like, hey, man, I'm sorry. I had, to, I, had to, I had to write you out. This this woman came for me and now she come from you. <laughs> and, uh, and then pilot was like, I'm going to kill her and then I'm going to kill you. And then he did some dumb, weird cartoon face. Like, oh, no. <laughs> what do you mean you told her where I live? I'm sorry, pilot. See, no, but you see, that bitch would have killed me, man, if I hadn't told her who you was, man. No, you, you don't understand. Look, pilot, pilot. Look, man, this, this is me, your number one dude. Now, you know I wouldn't have, I, I mean, I wouldn't have turned you in, man. I, she put a... Yeah, one of them to my head, man, a magnum. You better hide your face, nigga. Because when I get that bitch, I'm coming after you. Wait, wait a minute, Pilot. Let me... What? What? Wait a minute, Pilot. Pilot! Which was the best part of the movie. Okay. And then after this, the movie gets kind of Does extremely it? Have serious. Have we skipped over the bedroom scene? Ooh. Or is that next? Mm. No, no, that's uh, this is that's when I next. took my nap and had to rewind a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the next thing is um so she she got mm-hmm. information of where Pilot lives, right? And I'm trying to figure yes, out I think there was a fight. There was a there. fight. It was it was epic because it involved cars not on the street but on like the sidewalk lawn situation. Which was beautiful. Yeah. That's also common. No. Oh, wait, no. Is that the carnival maybe, thing? Maybe is that this, when they that ran was through a precursor a carnival? to the carnival. Yes. Yeah. So she runs. They're chasing her, but like she's smart. And she runs through carnival and she goes to the house of mirrors or a bouncy house. And then one of the thugs is like, oh, I can't move from this moon bounce. And like the cops get him. And then she, and then she stood up. She stood behind like a big fence, and lifted her leg. And then a guy oh ran into gosh. her her foot. <laughs> and uh, and then I think she ran into. Uh, she got a pilot and like uh, was like, oh, okay, no, okay. Yeah, it's good. Mary, mm-hmm. no, Mary, tell the cycle part again. Oh my gosh, the next cycle part. It was so good. So you know how you have those like carnival roller coasters. <laughs> So she gets one of the people, because he also, to be fair, Derek, he did shoot at her. He was one of the few that took a direct shot at her. So I also, I can understand why she would go to this length. Okay. So she she has this man's head literally like on (laughs) the roller coaster track. And it's like, you see the roller coaster start at the beginning. It's like, when is his head going to get amputated? What's going to (laughs) happen? 
So they have this conversation uh, and he, she's trying to get information and he's denying, denying, denying. And then um, she releases like literally mere seconds before the coaster like goes down and he lifts his head up. It's beautiful. <laughs> Tell me who your head man is. Shop. That's all I know. You liar. What is his number? W V seven three. She released. Not pulled him to the safety. Just now let you tell go. Your it's his choice, Derek. You know that's that's you know that's very fine. Uh, you know, she, he got her dad killed, and you know he shot at her. You I, are I know, forgetting. I know. <laughs> There's just some times where like she's like a female saw, like. <laughs> she took one dude's head and put it in some lie or something. Okay, and then now she... it's lie. First it was powder. <laughs> I, I see how this is gonna go. Okay. So, and then she took another a pimp's head and then puts it in like a car thing. She's, we had no clue. She got a thing no, about heads. Yeah. <laughs> no, the the roller coaster thing was fine. It was look I've never seen that before. It was kind of cool, but I liked it. Uh, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Okay, then she finds out about um, Pilot's boss, who is a uh, shark. We skipped over, though, the entire love scene. <sighs> okay. I, okay, go ahead. I totally forgot that part. So there's this, of course, there's like a water element and like a slow walk around like some pond or fountain. And basically he, he uh, Brick, the character's yeah. name, is asking her... I forget how he worded it, but her response was like, well, if you're asking me if I'm sleeping with anybody at night, the answer is no. And if you're asking if I'm sleeping with any, or if, I, if you're asking if I'm seeing someone or dating someone, the answer is also no. So it depends. What are you asking? And I was like, ooh, I want to steal that. That's yeah, so that's, good. that's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> pretty smooth. And then, of course, you know, the next scene is them in bed, presumably naked after sex, because... I mean, there's a good. For a while, I thought it was her her brother. I'm not gonna lie, but um, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's. I didn't think we needed that scene, but whatever. I mean, that's better than what was happening last week. <laughs> oh yeah, Dolomite. Yeah, that's... yeah. With the immediate sex scene, so I can get that. Yeah, I get it. Oh, we even talk about Dolomite's weird sex scene that shows. The camera's underneath him, and you see his face just. Oh gosh. Yeah, it's it's whatever. Or so the anyway. hair's full butt, which I did not, I didn't need to see. Well, <laughs> oh, I totally forgot. But your attraction, Dolomite, still. Can't. I did not say that. Okay. Yeah. I said he was attract. I could see how he was attractive. All right. Um. Let's go past that. So. Shiva finds out that uh, you know, Shark is the boss and Shark has like this yacht. But I don't know how she got invited. I think she like called a number, right? Yeah, so she got the numbers from the guy from the roller coaster track, which I was confused by because they were letters and numbers. Was that common back in the 70s? It's like a phone number or a switchboard number. I don't know. I don't know. That's I don't remember that. I don't remember the letters. I know yeah. there were letters on a rotary phone, but 
maybe that was to help him. Maybe it's just- <laughs> I don't know. She wrote it down, and it was it was like W something. One eight hundred drug dealer. That's what <laughs> but the thing was, she got she had to go through like three different operators, and then eventually ended up at like a marina operator, and then got through on a boat. It was all very. It could have just been one operator, you know. But yeah. I guess they had to show the weirdness of it. Yeah. Yeah, she had a cell phone. It would have been over. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so anyway, she goes to the yacht, right? And um, you know, she gets on the yacht because she's an attractive woman, and she was like, "Oh, I missed the party. I'm supposed to be invited." And they let her on, which I don't know where her plan was. Was her plan to kill him on the boat? It's unclear. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This part I don't understand why it's in a movie, but. It was fun to watch. Okay, so she goes to this party and she meets Shark, who is like this tall, uh, attractive white guy, but like in a weird, attractive, like, um, what would you describe him, Mary? They touched a lot. And I was like, are y'all about to have sex now? Like right now? It was very confusing. He also, later on in the movie, I was like, oh no, you remind me physically of like one of my exes and I was like this is gross oh. <laughs> I'm sorry that I'm sorry that happened okay yeah it's gross and then there's a scene where um I don't understand why she started fighting with this white lady that's what I said I don't get it yeah, yeah. I, I really and then they watched Brittany like the way that people watch like a Wrestlemania fight watch Oh my goodness. Is it because of like they were two attractive women? Maybe. I think so. Yeah. I know she, there was one, there were two particular moments where she like, there was an intentional like pull of the straps. And I was like, okay, cool. Your boobs are going to come out now. But they didn't. Mm-hmm. But then that's yeah. when the other people around them started fighting. Interesting. No, that's no. Okay. We're, uh, that did happen. We're forgetting here. something. Oh yeah, we're forgetting something though. We're forgetting something. What did we forget? Uh, we're forgetting um pilot. Okay. Let's talk about the fight for one. Like this woman has been like punching, lifting her leg and hitting villains the entire time. And then this woman who is just a plain white woman and she can't beat her up. It was like, a cat fight for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But and maybe she know, wasn't trying to. Maybe, but I don't know why this Looney Tune thing was in in there. She took like this pie and like put it in her face. I don't know why. Anyway, so I Pilot think it's comes because the- Pilot came on. I think that's what prompted it. Of like, okay, I don't need to do this anymore. Yeah. So Pilot came on and it's like, yeah, I got warning about this uh, this woman who's coming. By the way, Shark, like, really disrespected the pilot. Like, you know, it was like, get this trash out of here. And then they recognize, you know, it is Sheba, and they capture her, right? No, that's when she jumps. Oh, she jumps. Like, leaps off the boat. Yeah. And then... See, I'm confused. Yeah, uh-huh. go for uh-huh. it. No, go for it. No, because it was dark, right? Mm-hmm. But what's the part when she was, like, in the bedroom? Okay, you're skipping over some things. So, okay, go ahead. all right. So, Brittany, she's in this cute little dress, really cute dress. Somehow, her dress didn't get messed up in this fight, which was amazing. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. It's nice. 
So she jumps in the water, and they're, like, looking in the water. The thing that's confusing is usually when people do that in other movies, they start shooting the water to try and kill the person, but they didn't waste bullets doing that. So I guess they're just waiting for her to resurface, and she doesn't, and then you see that she walks off to the shore and then somehow oh. finds a wetsuit. <laughs> And come and like the next scene is her in a wetsuit. And mind you, I don't know if they had wetsuits in the other two movies that y'all saw, but mm-hmm. you know, 1975 wetsuits were apparently two pieces. Okay. Yeah. Very interesting. Very interesting. We did not have wet sweatsuits in the in the other movies. Or, or wetsuits. Yeah. Wait, what did I say? I said sweatsuits. Oh, I meant wetsuits. I'm sorry. <laughs> So she's in the wetsuit and then she re-enters the boat. And that's when she's caught and then brought into the room. Yeah, that's this is that this is creepy. And then what's his face? Shark asks the other guy who brought her in to leave, like wait outside. And then she uses her sexiness again because he's like because she teases him and is like did I like um, something about his masculinity oh I like that part did I uh, break your fragile masculinity or something like that yeah and he was like it takes two women to do that and then then she says well I'm only one woman or something like that and then like slowly unzips the top of the wetsuit and then it's like, to me, okay, and I'm, I just want to talk about this because it might just be me. It could be angles. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But her bikini top was really loose. And I was like, did they have an oversized bikini top to try and make it look like she had more there? Because I was like, this just doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Does not make sense. And she's like touching herself. And then he like leans over like they're about to like get down. And then she kicks him in the balls but he's holding the side i noticed that he wasn't holding the middle he was holding the side Derek, can you explain for those at home that don't you know yeah so for white guys for white guys their balls are in the side of their no i don't know why it's just bad acting i don't know why he cracked there (laughs) that's the beginning of this i don't know why did you want me to describe testicles is that what you wanted me to do like i understand why he's holding the side of his leg i was like is that where his erection was like it was very confusing <laughs> okay one maybe that's just where she kicked we don't know she, kicked, she didn't she didn't go ball kick and then kick him in the balls she just kicked so okay so she kicked him but she just put her leg up with the other guy she didn't just put her leg up i mean i, I guess so i mean i Look, I don't trust her kick game, honestly. Clearly. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. She didn't she missed the balls and you know, the host the, the carnival thing. Anyway, so they're captured, right? They're captured. So she so the other guy comes in, he asked to like put her in the basement or something, or put him in the bottom of the boat. So he does. And for whatever reason, there's an old steak knife maybe and and then when they first showed the shot of this i was like i don't really understand what this is but Brittany, like it's so old that the wooden handle is cracked so she just like 
opens the cracked handle and like takes a blade and like sticks it under her wetsuit for later. You know what? I didn't. I didn't know that was a knife. I. Just, <laughs> I might be stupid, but I thought it was just a sharp piece of wood. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah. Do you want to talk about what happens to a pilot? Oh, I don't. That's I don't like that. Oh my gosh! I will talk I gotta, about that. What don't you like about it? Hold on, Brittany. Are you muted? I was muted because I had to go turn on the light. <laughs> It's like very dark. <laughs> okay, you know how noisy those lights are. Well, I didn't um, even walk into the hallway because who knows, I might fall or something. <laughs> okay, uh, so we're, I'm cut that out. What'd you say? Uh, with oh. pilot, yeah. Uh, okay. And why don't you? What What don't you like about this, other than the inevitable, you know, outcome? I just have a fear of water like that. Um, yeah, that. Do you I want don't me like to talk that. about this then? <laughs> yeah, you talk about it because I'll be way too dramatic about it. Well, okay. I want to hear you talk about it then. That will. Okay. <laughs> so, shark, which is, you know, I, whatever, lazy writing that you named shark or whatever, um, takes pilot and it was like, you failed me for the last time. And then. Pilot's like, yo, come on. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And ties his hands up and uh, has a rope and then attaches it to a, uh, a speedboat. Mm-hmm. And then the speedboat takes off and you just see his like body just getting whipped around the water. And the next scene is like he's like drowned. Which is, I don't know, it's just really, uh, that that thing, it creeped me out. It like, is I pretty can't brutal. stand water. Yeah. Yeah. In my mind, when he was being dragged behind the boat, I was like, is it possible? I was, I was like, I'm sure it's pretty hard to do, but I was like, he could try just like skiing on top <laughs> without skis to like save himself. I thought about that too. Yeah. There was but no yeah, way out um, of that. Yeah, he died. And then I was like, okay, we killed one. Let's do the other. Yeah. So weird. But you know what? Shark tried to make it like, we got something better for you. But it was the exact same thing. So I don't know what he was talking about. Well, he did touch her and like sniff kiss her. Oh, yeah. That's a common villain move. (laughs) If you meet any guy who does that sniff kiss... (laughs) That dude's a psychopath. Um, okay, so this is like the conclusion of the movie. She gets tied up too, and um, she manages to cut herself. Oh, you're missing. You're skipping oh, okay. some of her best right. moments. You just right, right, you mentioned ahead. earlier that she like does her own stunts. She she jumps off of this boat that's probably like what I don't know ten feet off the ground at least probably more yeah. than that into the water and like close proximity to the side of the boat like not out and away but close proximity to the side and then you mm-hmm. see her she has literally maybe like five to seven seconds to do this cuts herself free from the rope the speedboat goes off because it has to turn around because a dumb butt didn't have it in the right position like you like come on (laughs) had to do a u-turn she's free and then i think ducks in the water because they're confused about what happened to her 
Or no, she goes back inside the boat. Does she go back inside the boat at that point? I think she does. Yeah, she goes like to the, like the side entrance. She like rolls around and yeah. And then they have a fight, which this is. I'm very confused by this fight. They have like mm-hmm. a tussle, her and Shark, and then Shark walks away. <laughs> yeah, I got confused a lot about this part. And they hear the siren, so they're like, oh, no, the cops are coming. So everybody, so there's apparently two speedboats. So the person that um, killed Pilot is on one boat. Shark gets on another boat. And then I guess the other people are just going to hold down the yacht situation. Mm -hmm. And then she jumps off the boat again and gets on a, no, no, I'm sorry. She shoots from a very far distance the person that killed pilot and he dies. I think it was like maybe a couple of shots and then he's keeled over. Then she jumps off the boat onto a jet ski. And in the seventies jet skis, you didn't sit on them the way that we do today. You're like (laughs) on your knees. I was like, that's cool. And she's like jet skiing through the water and like bouncing up and down. And then she gets to the boat of the person that she killed and just like throws him into the water, which I also thought was genius. Mm -hmm. And then she drives to go get shark and they're both like shooting at each other and no one has good aim because they're not dead, which was also confusing because of the proximity. Do you want to talk about how she kills shark? I totally forgot. Oh, so good. So there's like a, there's a, what you think is an ordinary fishing pole. And she uses that because her gun either jams or she's out of bullets. So she gets close enough. And then it's like a torpedo fishing pole. Oh, like a spear gun? Yeah. Okay. And then she spears him and then he dies. That's great. And then she just like rides off. What we forgot to, I guess, talk about is like the water shootout between the people that were like on the yacht and the cops. And there was a whole bunch of deaths and a whole bunch of like blood bags and like one shot and people are dead. (laughs) And it's like blood gushing. Yeah. Yeah. There's one shot you could see the guy, he like put a blood bag in his like pocket and just squeezes it out. Yeah. I was like, ugh. Yeah. And then um, that's the end of that part. Yes. And then the conclusion, which is, I liked it. I thought it was kind of like, you know, kind of cool. Okay, go for it. What did you like about it? Anyway, well, okay. So her dude was like, hey, you're always leaving. You're always going. Why don't you just stay here? And she's like, I can't do that. Chicago is where I am. And then it's like, I can go with you. And then she was like, uh, no, nah, I think we should end it here. <laughs> And then she gets in a taxi and then just drives off. Did I miss does did I interpret that wrong? No. Did you not? I think that, okay, I think that's right. good. I'm just curious what you liked about it. Well, I liked that it wasn't like a um a woman that's saying like, Oh, I I'm gonna stay you and ch- like stay here and change my life for you mm. and I need you in my life. Yeah. I thought it was very strong and it was good for her character. Like her character didn't didn't change at all. Like that was a hundred percent who she was. She didn't call for help. She did everything alone and she doesn't need like anybody. So I like that. Yeah. She did think about it though. The cab driver did have to be like, 
where are we going? Because she was in a daydream, probably thinking about her life. That could have been. Yeah, and plus you couldn't stay anyway because she she murdered like 12 people. Yeah, she had a high number count. Yeah, yeah. So, Brittany. Yes. What do you think about the movie we just roughly described? I think it's in line with the other ones. Like, there was only a trend with the black exploitation movies where bullets were free and we could just shoot whoever we wanted <laughs> in broad daylight and no one was going to do anything. I yeah. think using the sex appeal. So what I've been trying to figure out, and I guess I should do some research into this as we continue watching these movies, is so we talked about the strength of the female characters and how they're always in positions of power. We've mm-hmm. also talked about how they use their sex appeal in the movie. Mm-hmm. And I think it's different and I think it kind of to me just the way it feels is because when people do it today it's kind of a, a, a an announcement to the world that black women are beautiful and it just kind of seems to me like basically what they're doing is showing that black women are strong but also that they're beautiful and I think that's why the sexuality impact and I mean also you have to talk about like feminism and and um um, the liberation movement and all of those things were happening at that time. Um, so I kind of just wonder how all those things fit in together. Because um, I feel like there's a deeper reason why they have such strong kind of in-your-face messages, um, even where they might lack in other areas, which might be uh, plot lines and acting sometimes. And also this idea of being able to fight people with your bare hands and using ingenuity. Yeah. So I think well, it sounds interesting. Well, to me, it just seems like these movies are the type of movies where the person's normally being oppressed has the upper hand on everybody. Yeah. So if you see like a black guy, like, you know, doing karate, he's fighting racist cops. And of course, if you see a black woman, she's going to be fighting who oppresses her, which is mostly guys men so yeah i uh, that's what i think i think it's like a um like a a release from how crappy people treat each other do you think that still happens in modern day movies that people Um, still fight the oppressor mm, so one movie i really liked was black panther because i felt like it did that um Mm -hmm in a different way and I think especially when it comes to the femininity and the strength of black women they really did highlight on that because uh, Lupita Nyong'o's character uh, was very well respected um, by everyone in the movie as her own leader and um, her own entity entirely but also was still as uh, acceptable as a love interest in that movie and I, I kind of don't think that it's always it's like that all the time in modern films and partially I mean I don't watch every new release. Um, But I do think that we've gotten away from that somewhat when it comes to, I typically don't like how black women are treated in movies because it's, they're always strong, but they don't really seem to have anyone else they can depend on. And I kind of liked how in the black exploitation movies, their boyfriends or husbands were very respectful of them and were dependable. If they needed them to be there, they were going to be there. And I don't think that that's always present. I'm in a lot of modern movies when it comes to black women, if they're going to be in a role of leadership. Like I don't see any, I can't name one 
like black like superhero that's a woman not like not like a magic superhero but you know like a james bond or what about catwoman uh, hollywood one that, that movie's awful uh and two i think she was a villain okay yeah. i see what you mean I also feel like with that particular one, the character isn't always black. Like Halle Berry was like the exception. Mm-hmm. I think they tried to do it like a couple years ago. I forgot what it was. It was like black exploitation film, but it was like in 2018. Mm. I forgot who it was. Even at the ones that they've had, like, I don't know, would Django Unchained count as a black exploit? Like a mm. mob? Yeah. yeah. Even at that one, it was, it was kind of different because the male... Like the man was the lead. That movie's interesting. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, it reacted well. The filmmaker like did a lot of uh, research on those type of movies. Yeah. So yeah, I Quentin Tarantino did a decent job with that. But yeah, um, what do you think? What's your take, Mary? I I like the positive spin on something that has so much violence in it. Like, I think I forget sometimes that a lot of action movies, there's a lot of death. Uh, <laughs> so it's nice to have this soft counter of, like, themes of women empowerment and thinking about strength and thinking about support and independence as positive attributes. Mm-hmm when you have so much death and violence and just, I don't know. It's just, it still is hard to hear the full hard ER of the N word. Yeah. And it, it struck me when it did get said in that movie multiple times and by white people. And I'm like, this is the seventies. I was like, this is not okay in my book, but yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. It seems like that happened a lot. I think people were more willing to do it because, like, the N-word in a weird way was more socially acceptable, but I think they were also bringing it, like, because, like you said, the people who said the N-word always get shot. So I think that's why. Hmm. Yeah. Like, they're like, we'll let them say it, but we're going to shoot them. So I don't know. Yeah. And I think... Oh, go ahead. No, I was saying that's jarring. That's it. Yeah. I think, too the reason why she did all of this stuff anyway is it it goes back to like family and like justice and justice for a death that wasn't justified. I think if her father didn't die in that, in the way that he did, I don't know if all of those people would have died in the way that they had. I mean, she definitely wanted people to stop exploiting her father. And her family told her like multiple times, like, you shouldn't be here like you can't handle this we should be the one who handles this that's very true so yeah which means they didn't trust her to actually take care of it yeah i can't figure out the uh the last female uh like superhero movie or like the spy movie something came out last year i forgot what it was damn all right, hold on. Uh, I'm just saying, is it? It's called uh, Proud Mary. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they said that. That's one, but yeah, I didn't see it. I don't think it went did too well, but yeah, that one was a black exploitation film. That's now, so that's cool. But yeah, that's oh yeah. Even the posters. Yeah. All right. 
Maybe we'll watch that. But yeah, I liked the movie. Honestly, um, it's probably the best movie we've seen out of these three episodes that made sense and were faster than most and weren't that offensive. What's interesting is that one of the criticisms by, I think, Variety newspaper was that it had a slow pace and the scenes were shot very slowly. (laughs) It was, yeah. Okay. And the other, yeah, the pacing. Variety wrote, once you get past Greer's dazzling looks and coiffed hair, she looks better than ever before. This is a flat suspenser kept unexciting by plotting, pacing, and poorly shot action sequences. I think part of it is it was not written for a Variety audience. So Mm -hmm. No. No, but it made a lot of money. Yeah. So it was successful. So it's successful, just not for variety. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, what would you give this, Mary? Like, what is your rating? What's my scale? I mean, you make some, uh, make a black scale. I think if I stick with a positive lean on this, I'd give uh-huh. it like four afros out of five. Yeah, okay. I like that. Four out of five? Mm-hmm. Yeah, afros. Okay. I would give it... Um, it's hard. Six... Fuck, what are those things? Six those of those butter container things that don't have butter in it, but you just have like leftovers. What are those called? Kaju crock. <laughs> Kaju crock uh, cases, whatever they're called. I'll give it six out of ten. But yeah, I like it. Um, yeah, yeah, I like this good saying, uh, you know, a female who's, you know, it's weird. Uh, I think like action stars in the 70s. Uh, we're very psychotic but i don't know yeah all right all right well uh, i'm glad everyone watched it is that shame good god no 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 i just just want everyone to go and watch the movie and see what i'm talking about see what she did to that poor oh my god 19 year old kid I saw yeah. an image of that and like, okay, it looks bad. But again, he knew who she was. He should have just told her what he knew. Thank you. And do you even know his name, Derek? That's, that's another problem. Exactly. Why is that? <laughs> okay. That's not- Derek, that seems like a personal problem. <laughs> you don't know his name. I don't know a lot of, I don't know a lot of names. I'm really bad with names. But you're caping for him. It doesn't matter. You're like justice it- for this man. I, I want you to watch the scene and see what I see. Oh my gosh. I don't think we'll see what you saw. I think I'll see he knew she was going to do that mess, so he should have just said what he knew. Wow. All right. I'm sorry. You know somebody's crazy. Don't act like normal. Be like, okay. Okay. Yeah. I I won't say what I want to say, but um, (laughs) I guess I know know who you voted for last election. (laughs) No. What like happened is when you know someone's crazy. That's my thing. I feel like so many times people like to do stuff and they know that the person that they're dealing with is insane. And I'm like, you should have just not messed with that person at all. But if you were going to mess with them, at least be willing to take the consequence. 
he was at his job. <laughs> she, she also, she's not crazy. Her daddy died and he was being, if you got pressed, you can't tell me that if somebody was trying to take your business from you and exploit you, that you wouldn't want answers. I'm going to run a movie about this guy alone. Oh my gosh. And I'm going to show him being a proud father, a single father, him getting away from that life. And he's trying to start a new life. And then um, next thing you know, the psychopath comes in. She is not a psychopath. Acid, dry acid in his face. Now it's dry acid. Now, I hear the escalation. And now, mm-hmm. and now he's going to be killed because he gave someone a name. Yeah, so. But the thing is, again, I know how they ask questions in these movies, and they ask very direct <laughs> questions, just like Mary said. So for him to choose not to answer or to stammer or anything, all he had to do was answer the question. Yeah. I, I guess. I can't be mad at that. He knew they was wild. He knew that she could shoot him and nobody would come. So he kind of got <laughs> off early. <laughs> Easy. She could shoot him in his job and they wouldn't even call the cops. You know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If a psychopath came to me with my gun, with a gun, and told me to say my phone number, I would freak out and, and just be blank. Like, I wouldn't know. So you know. would end up in the bucket. I would. Well, that yep. sounds like a personal problem. Yeah. I would oh I would sue so I would shoot sue Chicago. I would sue the comedy for letting her in in here. Mm-hmm. But it's whatever. Good luck with that. And I guarantee you the HR manager is gonna be like, Derek, did you answer her question? <laughs> no. Okay. Well, she told but, you what the consequence would be. because the other thing is I bet she told him what she was gonna do before she did it. Mm-hmm. So, no, I no, don't feel sympathy for this man. This is what happened. Men do these things, and they know the consequences. Wow. And then when they get held accountable, wow. it's a bad story. And they want to be crying. Oh, I'm so sorry. Well, you shouldn't have done it. Yeah. <laughs> do what? Work? Mind his business? <laughs> you should have answered the question. You know, also, I've been reading a lot about that Derek Jackson news. <laughs> oh, my nice. Yeah. All right. Well, um, Mary, do you have anything to plug? Like anything coming up? Any work? Ooh, I do. I have a Improvising Your Creative Life half-day virtual retreat that's happening on April 10th from 11 a.m. until 4 p.m. And there will be free tickets available on April 1st. And... How do you get these tickets? Yeah, it's a beautiful question. Let me give you the website. It's a bit link. So it's bit.ly forward slash improv, I-M-P-R-O-V, your, Y-O-U-R, creative, C-R-E-A-T-I-V-E, life, L-I-F-E. Say it one more time. Yeah. Bit.ly forward slash improv, your creative life. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you for being on the show. Um, I really Thanks enjoyed uh, you as a guest, even though we disagree with a lot of uh, rights of, you know, Got, men and women. I knew, oh, okay. Yeah, I was waiting for that to drop. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, okay. Well, uh, Brittany? Yes. You want to say anything? Um, uh, thank you for being on the show, Mary. It was nice meeting you this way. And I will watch the movie next time. So uh, I will be more. However, I do not feel like it was so different where I couldn't follow along. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Which isn't a bad guys. thing. It's not a criticism. That's like, no, it's thing. not. All right. 
cool. All right. Uh, see you next week. I don't know why I say week. Just, you know, see you guys later. Sounds good. Sounds right. good. Thanks for having me. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.